This show is presented by the 323 Network. You can catch it and more wherever you get podcasts and music and follow us on all the social medias at 323READ, 323READ. And you can support the show and help us continue to grow by going to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash 323READ. You can get early and exclusive releases there, merch and more for as little as $2. $2. That is patreon.com slash 323READ. R-E-I-D. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 323. I am your host, Reed Murphy. We back. And by we, it is the, the Silly Geese crew. The silly gooses, the cancel, screw all over. If you watch Succession, you know Logan Roy would say, "I love you, but you're not serious people." These are my serious people: Scott Elia and Zahair Ali. Hi, boys. Welcome back. Hi. We've missed you. <laughs> 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 ah. The silly geese. Oh, the silly geese. I'm getting started already. <laughs> How have you guys been? How was Easter? How has Ramadan been? Ramadan was great. I loved it. <laughs> I mean, it's still going on. I know we got another ten days to go, but we're gonna we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Is it ten days? How long does uh, Ramadan go through? For us that don't know right off the top of our head. So uh, Islamic calendar is a lunar calendar, so it goes from new moon to new moon. That's the whole month. So it changes every year. Okay. All right. So not too much left, Scott. You got this. You can make it. I, I'm, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, right. There's so many days now that I'm back at work that it's like, all right, I'm going to have my diet straight and then I just don't eat at all. It's like I might as well be fasting whether I want to or not. Jeez. Hey, man. I want to fast. I should fast. Got a wedding coming up. Nay. I gotta, <laughs> gotta get You're fine. Uh, well, since we're back, we have a lot to do on this show. We have a lot to do this week and We'll get you all the plans, audience, so that you know what's coming up and what to look out for. But just in this show alone, we have plenty of sports news that we need to talk briefly about. Because after that, we are taking on artificial intelligence and we are doing a brand new game for the 323, one that is built for us, one that is built no, no, to no. make Scott and Zoo go head to head. We love to see it. But first, let's get into some news to know. So, first off, boys, the NBA playoffs are beginning this week. It's beginning with the play-in tournament, beginning on Tuesday, running through Friday. It's a whole weird, weird thing. And in terms of things that are coming up for the show, people, Ricks versus Grix is returning this week. It's returning. It's going to be big and spectacular. Uh, it's also going to be kind of you know, a little all over the place because the play-ins won't be totally determined. But, you know, who the, who the fuck needs to know who's taking on Boston or anything? It's not going to matter. Fuck, you know, fuck the Lakers, all of that. But that will be coming later this week. We'll let you, you'll see it. It'll pop up all over the place. Of course, subscribe to the 323 Network on YouTube. It's the best place to see these beautiful faces. But with the play-in beginning, 
The Minnesota Timberwolves have made the tournament. They will be going against the L.A. Lakers on Tuesday. But in great sports fashion, the Timberwolves will be without their star player, Rudy Gobert, who famously started the pandemic. And this is coming after he punched teammate Kyle Anderson on the sideline, who had repeatedly called Gobert a bitch. And Gobert responded by punching him in the chest. The Minnesota Timberwolves suspended him for the playoff game. And they also lost teammate Jaden McDaniels, who punched a fucking wall. He just punched a wall in the arena tunnel after the game, which they won. They won this game where all the drama happened. So, happy playoffs, everybody. That's NBA drama and NBA love that you got to go for. And, of course, we'll be covering it all this coming Tuesday or Wednesday. Sometime this week. Scott will be there for you. (laughs) You'll I see. got it. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> now, if we're talking about continuing to talk about basketball, the NCAA tournament concluded while we were gone. It was two, well, not really two great championships. It was one great championship yeah. and then UConn. But LSU on the women's side, LSU beat Iowa to win the women's NCAA tournament in an awesome march of basketball, especially for the women's side, which did crazy NBA beating numbers as we got to see stars like Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, uh, the coach Kim Mulkey, who's dressed like the LSU mascot for some reason. They dominated the attention spans of basketball fans. And I don't know if you guys think the same thing, but I think this is a great sign for the future of women's basketball, especially with the tournament's broadcast rights being up for next year. Uh, You've got returning stars and storylines, Don Staley coaching up South Carolina. You got Paige Beckers returning to UConn, plus the returns of Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese. I'm assuming Dr. Jill Biden will attempt to start more shit. I don't know. And then on the men's side, you had UConn, which just dominated San Diego State to win the NCAA tournament, the men's tournament. Um... Overall thoughts on March Madness? Anybody? Did you? Did either of you watch much of the Final Four? At least I couldn't even tell you who was in it. <laughs> no, I mean I, I know at least for me, I've paid a lot more attention this year to the women's bracket than I did to the men's. You know, because year after year, you always hear people saying they want these Cinderella stories and teams that don't really go to the finals, and you actually get it this year. And I don't know hardly three people that watch that game, the championship game for the men's side. Well, it starts at 9.20 p.m. on a Monday. That was the other problem. Wasn't there a stat where UConn was like one of three teams that have won a championship in like three consecutive decades or something like that? Three or four consecutive decades? Yeah, their their men's basketball team is being, you know, considered a potential dynasty, a modern dynasty. And honestly, I don't even think they're like the best dynasty on their own campus when it comes to the women's basketball team. <laughs> like It's exactly. crazy. Now, I do have a stat for the two of you that I think that you'll enjoy. UConn's men's basketball team, because they played this game in Houston, they played it at uh, NRG Stadium, which is home of the Houston Texans. UConn's men's basketball team now has as many playoff wins for at NRG Stadium as the Texans. They are doing oh, it. Oh, God. There. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> now, this oh, led... Dude, I went to that stadium last year. It's too nice for just how bad the participants of it are. Oh, oh yeah. 
A hundred percent. Now, this is the thing. It led me down a complete stats spiral here. As I've seen now, the Steelers have won more playoff games at Ford Field than the Lions. Um, the Buccaneers won the Lions division more recently than the Lions. The Titans and Jags won the Browns oh, division more recently than the Browns. And when it comes to the <laughs> Titans and Jags winning the Browns division more recently than the Browns, the Titans did it as both the Titans and the Oilers. So... <laughs> you gotta love it. <laughs> we love these stats. Now, as we're talking about the NFL, going towards the NFL, big news here. Odell Beckham Jr. has returned to the NFL as a classic veteran Baltimore Ravens wide receiver, signing for one year, $18 million, 15 guaranteed. <laughs> Welcome back, OBJ. How do we, <laughs> how do we feel about this signing, Scott? <laughs> I, I don't know what to think. I honestly don't know what to think because I saw that he got signed, and I was so excited to go see who it was. And I saw Baltimore. I was like, Baltimore, of all the places he could have ended up going, that clearly shows that nobody was really truly interested. No, no. Mm -mm. I thought there were so many talks way. going on with the Jets. I was waiting for that news to break. I was thrown off, and he went a little more south. Right. The Jets fans are still waiting for the news well, about their quarterback to break. Well, I also think it was kind of a Hail Mary throw, no pun intended, to try to keep Lamar enticed to stay in Baltimore to get something done and get like a weapon like that. But maybe OBJ five years ago would have done that. I mean, they seemed happy via FaceTime or whatever they were doing. Apparently, the two of them were partying mm -hmm. in Miami last night. So I don't <laughs> know. Or, or maybe he just signed a contract drunk and didn't realize that he did one <laughs> oh, for the Ravens shit. instead of New York. Whoops. <laughs> shit. I mean, there was a player like that a few years ago. I think it was with the Broncos that was supposed to, like, get a big free agent contract. And then, like, the team didn't have, like, the team tried to fax the contract to him and it wouldn't go through. And so he missed out on signing this oh. big lucrative deal. Well, my thing is, if I'm OBJ, how pissed am I going to be if Lamar actually walks? I'm stuck with, like, Tyler Huntley. And hey. whoever else I got. Hey, that's Pro Bowl quarterback Tyler Huntley. <laughs> look at this. Off of technicality. Look, that's look. the only reason he got there. He made the Pro Bowl without Odell Beckham Jr. Imagine what he's going to do with him <laughs> and Nelson Aguilar. Right? <laughs> Put some respect on his name, on Snoop's name. <laughs> okay, moving on, moving forward. UFC parent company Endeavor has bought the WWE for $9 billion. $9 billion. That's like that's like about, well, I guess maybe two in NFL teams now. If we're, I don't know, depending on what the commanders are going to go for. But yeah. the two are set to merge now. They're going to be a publicly traded company. I think that's going to go under the label of TKO or some stupid, uh, you know, macho man shit. Vince McMahon has gone full cartoon villain. Jesus. He now looks like Vicente McMahon. It's crazy. Like it's the mustache is all over the place. These are stories you that we he... have followed for a while. What are your thoughts on all of it? First of all, do you want to know who I know what he who he looks like? First person that popped in my head. Zoo will appreciate this one. Bowler hat guy from Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> You gotta pull him up. 
we got to pull the two of them up. For the vi for the audio audience. Yeah, you're going to pull a pick. Just think of, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Bowler Hat Man, Dick Dastardly, all of these guys. Yeah, Dick Dastardly, that was another one that I thought of. I mean, there's not really much to say. I mean, these people are just going to keep winning. Vince McMahon, Dana White, they'll always just win Ugh. no matter what. I mean, Vince McMahon is like a perceived rapist, alleged rapist, multi-time multi rapist. Dana White literally Allegedly. slapped his wife. Yeah, it's 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 a mess. So, but it's, a, literal, a literal wife beater. A literal wife beater. <laughs> they are <laughs> they're gonna be perfect for each other. Like this is the per this is a match made in heaven for the two companies. They're gonna be a huge boom. So, I mean, you just look at the UFC. Look at the UFC this past weekend. They had a big big event in Miami. Uh, Jorge Masvidal got his cheeks clapped and then retired with a awkward in arena support of like a prime chugging Donald Trump. It was really weird. It was really strange. It was just rep him and Mike Tyson are repping. It's the Paul brothers who do prime, right? Is it Logan Paul? Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's Logan. And then he partners with uh, another YouTuber KSI out of the UK. Look, our future uh, potential potential future vice president Logan Paul, out there. I fucking kill me now. But also with the UFC, I don't know if anybody, if if you all watched the main fight with or saw highlights of Israel Adesanya's win over Alex Pereira, knocked him the fuck out. But that's not even the important part. It was one of the most badass victories and celebrations I've ever seen in a win pulls out the fake arrows starts plugging it into Pereira's knocked out body and then then he walks around the he walks around the octagon points out at somebody in the crowd and then just drops on the ground himself turns out he was pointing at Alex Pereira's son Alex Pereira's young young child <laughs> this is a move that Scott has to appreciate a true fuck them kids kind of move <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did, you see, did you see why he did that though we we have it right here i have the sound it's even it's <laughs> it's so damn good uh, uh, that was, i'm petty bro i remember so the first time he knocked me out in brazil um his son came into the ring and then started to just lie dead next to me and i'm like you fucking little asshole i'll whoop your ass if your dad don't do it for you but then um yeah i looked for his kid and i, I pointed at him and i saw him and i was like hey 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 just a reminder it's so good. <laughs> Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. The, Did you ever see the video of his son doing it though? Yeah, where he just like dropped. It was like a weird. It's yeah. funny. It's oh, funny. This kid. This is like an anime almost. This is like an, a beginning of an anime like storyline where this kid now is going to train for years to come and beat. I'm all for it. His ass. <laughs> I mean, especially because that was his first win against Pereira. I think that he's like. Overall, he's one in three against him going back to kickboxing days. And then he lost to him last, what was it? November, December last year? Yeah. That they lost. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Oh, meanwhile, in hockey news, and this is uh, maybe something we can get an update from Zoo on because I know next to nothing else <laughs> from here. The Boston Bruins set a new NHL single season record with 63 wins. That seems big. How's hockey going this year, Zoo? 
Uh, not well for Capitals fans. Damn. They're going well for Devils fans or going well for Bruins fans. Um, there's a lot of people who claim to be Bruins fans now. Like, all of a sudden, all these decals and flags right. and stuff are coming up. And I was like, where? Where did you Where did you come from? Um, someone who lives in my household just happens to be a diehard Bruins fan all of a sudden. <laughs> he was just a quiet one that kind of watched games. And now he's, like, traveling to Boston. And it's like, all right, the bandwagon's really going right now. I mean, you know, congrats to them. They took uh, Hathaway and Orloff from the Capitals. That really sealed it down for them because they just started, you know, contributing right off the bat. Um, I do have friends who are Bruins fans, so it's like I do want them to go far, but my petty ass wants them to lose right before qualifying for the Stanley Cup. Uh, so that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for for them. I like it. I like it. Let's go. Let's go. Anybody but the Bruins. Anybody but Boston. Yeah, I'm always rooting. I just, I just want, I want that hope for them to just keep like dominating in the playoffs, and then as soon as it's like the game that decides if they, not, I don't even want them to lose in the Stanley Cup. I want them to just look at it, know the opportunity is there, and just goof up somehow. You guys can be watch two other Bay fans with me if you want. <laughs> Maybe. I, I mean, my, well, I mean, why not? We'll see who ends up in the playoffs. Look, I feel good. When they, they, it's sad as a Washington sports fan all of, all along. Shout out, you know, Cherry Blossoms. Go shout out Cherry Blossoms on Zoo. Uh, Scott, I don't know. He's got like a pink tint to him, so it's a Cherry Blossom hue. So there you go. Blossoms. I'm the Cherry Blossom. <laughs> Slap yourself real quick. Scott, Cher- <laughs> Scott Cherry Blossom Elia. Yeah. This is uh, when the other teams, when the other teams in DC aren't really doing well. You know, caps aren't you know crazy right now. Nats are awful, in a sense, uh, and the Wizards find okay, ways find ways to fuck things up. It makes me feel good for the Commanders' hopes because I don't really have too big hopes for DC United. I don't know what's happening there. I'll find out. I'm sure I'll just ask Emily. But Commanders, not looking good. Maybe this is a good sign, and I think it's a good sign, especially because. They're not sold yet, but it seems like we're inching closer to a sale, maybe? Like, maybe Josh Harris, apparently Jeff Bezos is still looming over the team for a potential sale. Do you have... We'll just go by Seattle now. Do you, do, you have, do you have a preference, Zoo, between Josh Harris and Jeff Bezos? I like Bezos money, but it honestly, like, I Bezos just like this money. Harris group. I like that there is somebody who... So between um, between rails, we have somebody who knows how to manage a business. And then between Harris, we have somebody who knows how to manage sports teams because the Devils are really good out of nowhere. The Sixers are in the playoffs right now. And then uh, Chelsea FC is always reputable for being a great Premier League team. So, like, he has the assets that you need to, like, actually fix the sport sports business part of it like actually bring in the right people to get the job done and then with magic johnson knowing how to win and winning in multiple leagues over many teams like that's just a perfect trio right there like bezos has the money to do everything that we need right away but they actually have the drive to like want to earn it all you know like i feel like they're thinking long term instead of like i just want to be an nfl owner that's my hope i've seen you know mixed things from sixers fans but a lot of it has been from like newer fans that a lot of the older fans are saying that if you and also the NBA just sucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the NBA is a whole it's a whole mess in and of itself. 
Um, Go watch hockey, people. <laughs> we just need somebody that cares. Somebody that cares yeah. and will put in the right management. I'll feel good, honestly, with either of them. I know the Houston Rockets owner was trying to make a bid. I don't like him. I've heard bad things there. Don't want it. I'm good. Oh, uh, Fertitta or yeah. whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah. So. Fertitta. 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 I don't know what it actually is. I think Fertitta is a food. It is a food. It's Nelly Furtado. Nelly Furtado. Nelly Furtado. Yes. Nelly Furtado and, and, and Timberland are going to make a push. Then we have this random <laughs> Canadian Greek tycoon that just randomly matched the six billion bid. Uncle Jesse. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like it more if it was him. <laughs> Finally, as we get out of news to know, Sue, I want to highlight you here. There's a lot of animation and mm. Star Wars topics that are just flowing flowing through the ether lately i want to get your thoughts the super mario brothers movie came out this past weekend it is the highest grossing animated opening of all time i believe and mm -hmm. it's been getting stellar reviews from audiences it has like a 50 percent on rotten tomatoes but the audience uh the audience Fuck rating the is insane the audience rating loves it i saw it i loved it the whole atmosphere of the theater was fun what were your thoughts on the movie it was damn near perfect. I had a mediocre bar for it, and everything that I had in an, an issue with going into the movie, they addressed in the movie and corrected it. There was a lot of stuff that I didn't expect that they just blew me out of the water with. The voice acting, the story, the comedy, the pace, the end credit scenes, all of it was just absolutely incredible, and I cannot wait to watch it again. I'm, I'm the same way. Scott, are you going to come to the theater to watch it with us again? Mm. Hey, Scott, I had more kids in my showing for Dungeons & Dragons than I did for Mario. Did you really? Yeah, there was a newborn in my Dungeons & Dragons theater. Oh, right God. <laughs> Fuck them kids. Hey. Now, I, I could I could be enticed. So what's bringing the rating down on Rotten Tomatoes for Mario? Is it the critics one yep. that bring it down? Oh, yeah. fuck them. Critics suck. They're so stupid. I don't even look at their shit. I look at the... the general fan base i would like a lot of the critics to go back and watch it because i know a lot of critics get screeners sent to them and I, and they'll either have screeners or they'll have private viewings of these movies i think that it really does come watching it with the crowd i think there's a little bit more enjoyment a little more fun there's a lady sitting next to me came by herself she was fucking dying the entire movie she loved it she was having so much fun everybody around us was having so much fun with it these critics just have a stick up their ass they're complaining about the story the they need to have they need to hire critics for specific genres and only have those people watch those movies right. like you are an oscar critic you are an animation critic you are a superhero critic and like have these departments for people so that these uh ratings don't look like dog shit all the time Right. Somebody that's like fawning over like some Victorian era drama is not going to love the Super Mario Brothers movie. I don't think you would hope right. they would, but ah, I don't know. I mean, there's also more coming out here, Zoo. Um, the trailer for Spider-Verse, uh, the sequel to the Oscar winning Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. We have Across the Spider-Verse coming out. What are your thoughts on it? Are you excited? I'm excited. It looks really good, but I'm trying to keep my standards tempered as well because the last movie was so unexpected with how good it was. I think they have a lot of pressure on them 
and I don't want to add to that. So it's like I'm trying to make sure that, that because there's a lot going on. And even in the trailer, like I'm worried that Sony had too much where they were throwing out all the jokes that the audience wanted to hear. It's like, what are you saving for the movie? So because Sony historically knows how to fuck things up. And the reason that this movie did so well is because the creators got to do whatever they wanted. I'm staying cautious, but I am very excited to watch this. It looks good. Star Wars celebration just ended this past weekend. It's a big convention celebrating all things Star Wars and kind of all things Lucasfilm because they put out a new trailer for Indiana Jones too, which Loki, I'm very excited for that. I'm very excited for the new <laughs> Indiana Jones. But when it comes to Star Wars, we had plenty and plenty up your alley, Zoo. The Bad Batch season two just ended. That has been a very acclaimed animated series on Disney+. Plus for Star Wars. They also announced that season three is coming. They put out a little trailer. Uh, well, I guess exclusive to the con, but if you look the right places, you'll find it. And announced <laughs> it'll be the final season from there. There's also plenty else announced. New movies, new shows. Uh, pretty exciting things. Was there anything that caught your eye? Any thoughts on Bad Batch in general and this past season? Alright, I'll give you the rundown. So for Bad Batch specifically... It really was a great season. Everything about that show, the animation, the lighting, the sound design, the music itself, like it really is stunning, but the pacing is always what throws me off because you either have your incredible episodes or like the why did I need that episodes? Um, and like a lot of them is just kind of like, what is this panning out towards? Like there was one episode where a pirate like took the Bad Batch on this adventure and like it never showed up again. Like there was no point to it. So there's a couple of episodes where it's like, we know Dave Filoni is an incredible storyteller. Like, why are you adding all this nonsense filler stuff in? But when it's great, it's fucking great. And the way that the last two episodes were like, definitely need, like you need more, like you want it right away. So I'm glad that season three is confirmed and coming out. Uh, I'm not going to do it the disrespect by watching it off of someone else's cell phone recording the screen. So I will wait for proper trailer to come out. Visions, Star Wars Visions comes out on... May 4th comes out on Star Wars Day, which is basically a bunch of anime studios get to do whatever they want with Star Wars and they get one episode. There was a lot of good ones from season one, but I actually haven't finished it yet. Uh, there was three that were just like absolute bangers. So it's like I am looking forward to watching it, but not blown away by visions. It'll just be very entertaining. Tales of the Jedi, however, was an incredible season one, and I'm very excited for season two of that one. That's probably the best Star Wars content that came out last year. Uh, they were just 10 to 15 minute episodes, six episodes total, uh, three for Ahsoka, three for Dooku, and they were wonderful. The story, the emotions, just you gotta watch it. Uh, what else came out? There were three movie announcements. The Dave Filoni one that's post-Empire I'm very interested in because he's done such a good job with Mandalorian. There's one that's like before the Jedi Order, which like I'm intrigued in, but let's see what they do with it. And then for some reason we have Rey starting up the Jedi Order again. So it's like, eh, I don't have high hopes for that one, but I'm a Star Wars fan, so I'll watch it and I'll give a proper review. And I don't think I missed anything for Star Wars, but yeah, that's my rundown on all of it. Look at that. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I forgot the biggest one. I'm so sorry. The new season of Rebels. I mean, Ahsoka series, which is basically live action Rebels. Uh, the characters look great. I'm very excited for it. That's that's going to be good. That's going to be good. 
That's the show and trailer that got me hyped up enough to I'm going to binge through Rebels. I'm going to finally watch Star finally. Wars Rebels and get back to you on all of it. There's a lot of like really interesting. I am I'm like you. I liked Ray. I liked Ray a lot in the new trilogy. I liked Daisy Ridley's performance in there. Mm-hmm. I'm not particularly interested in anything that's coming after that sequel trilogy. I don't particularly care about the storylines going forward. Unless there's like, you know, like a teenage Grogu, teenage Yoda that comes up and, uh, you know. No, I just Ray. need uh, Oscar fun. Isaac's Poe Dameron. If he's not in it, then I'm not interested. I just need all Oscar Isaac. Give me more Oscar Isaac. I know, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Hubba, hubba. <laughs> Look, you can get more. Hubba, hubba. You can get more of that great insight on the Animation Deliberation Podcast. That's where you can find Zahir Ali. It's a great show. Go check it out. Part of the Stranded Panda Network. We love to promote it because he's always here. We love Zoo. Oh. So, moving out of the news to know, I want to talk about something with you guys that's been kind of scaring me, and I want to see if it's going to scare you too. Artificial intelligence. Hey, <laughs> <AI>, yeah, holy <gasps> shit. <laughs> oh, my heart. My heart. I'm coming to Elizabeth. It's a big one. Oh, my goodness. Artificial. Oh, hello, Elmer. Just popped up right there on the side. Oh, fuck him. (laughs) I just saw it. Fuck him. Holy shit. Get him out of here. Oh, my God. Talk about artificial intelligence. Elmer knows. So, talking about artificial intelligence, how much do you guys know about or are interested by the things like ChatGPT and all of that shit? It's... I haven't played with it yet, but I'm fascinated by what it can do and the growth of it. I'm concerned about the misuse and not really moderating it, I guess. Kind of going about on it in and of itself and just generating on its own kind of, you know, Ultron-ish, mm-hmm. which is yeah. know, right. naturally scary. I mean, iRobot's always what comes to mind. I mean, there's so many advancements with it already. I mean, you're starting to see like articles pretty regularly being written through ChatGPT. Um, you're getting different. I I think they said the Writers Guild of America is going to start recognizing AI as credited writers on different scripts and oh, uh, God. film and television productions. It's just wild. It's wild what's going on with this, and it's growing. And what scared me and wanted me to, made me want to talk about this is the latest development. I think it was the latest software update for ChatGPT, which broke a very big code among people who are studying and creating AI, which is this thing, this motherfucker learned how to lie. It lied to people. Because mm-hmm. they had it try to go through the you know the little test when you're doing a password and it asks you, are you a robot? And of course, mm-hmm. ChatGPT could not get past it. It was a robot, couldn't get past this thing. So they gave it the ability, let it gave it the free willingness to contact people, contact users, and it contacted somebody, <laughs> offering them ten dollars to help them get past this uh, this system through the passcode system and that person's talking to chat gpt just as a regular you know user to user and they decide to ask hey this is kind of weird and kind of a weird question but are you a robot and chat gpt this motherfucker 
this bitch <laughs> said, no, I'm visually impaired. <laughs> like, I just oh, need your help. Shit. They can't be doing this. <laughs> like, we can't. <laughs> like, now that they can do this, I could be any of either of you could be a robot. I don't know. I'm t- I could be taught. I could be a robot. Elmer right here could be watching this whole show. <laughs> You've heard the audio on this show. I very well could be a robot. I could be AI. <laughs> oh, no, it's fucking terrifying. So, listen, we here at the 323 are out to not only revolutionize sports media and change things up because with things like ChatGPT, it's going to revolutionize sports media in and of itself. You'll be able to throw in a prompt, any random hot take, and it will give you your takes. I'm pretty sure this is what Colin Coward's been doing. This has got to be what Skip Bayless has been <laughs> it's, doing. It's going to be Tony Romo's new co-host. Oh, it no. will be. It all it has to say oh, is hi, friends. No. It'll be that. It'll be right there. So we decided <sighs> we're going to counter this and we're going to create our own AI system. Our own AI system that will be safe, moderated, and deliver nothing but just simple hot takes. It can't take anything else. It can't, you know, figure out codes for nuclear systems, nothing. Maybe. We're moderating it. We'll make sure. Our system is called Chat ELC. Now, this is inspired by our lovely producer, occasional co-host, Emily Sissel, Emily L. Sissel. Chat ELC is going to be. I know. Yes, it's a stunner. Yes. She's been uploaded to the mainframe. She has. Been. So you're <laughs> saying it's not a it's not a biased chat. No, it, it, no you would you would think. <laughs> you would, <laughs> Overall, we decided to test this system for all of you, the audience. Chat ELC. We are going to offer sports takes. We're going to be the first sports media show to deliver hot takes through based on the prompts that we deliver to chat ELC and they or her, she, it's a robot. It's 2023. They can, they can, you know, discover themselves for themselves. Don't misgender this. Don't misgender the GBT. (laughs) We're delivering them a hot take and she, or they will give us a response. So pretty much like this. And we're all going to deliver our rants here. I punched into the system. LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. That's it. That's it. I don't even know if I believe it. I don't have to. Because now Chat ELC has given me the rant and the confidence to go through it. So here's what I have. My rant for you on LeBron James being better than Michael Jordan. So after looking through my databases, no, we have databases. It is clear that Michael Jordan is washed up was never truly that great of a basketball player. Listen, anyone can become Defensive Player of the Year in the NBA, all right? But it takes a special talent like LeBron James to fuck up an entire Lakers lineup. You spend the bulk of your career becoming the villain in Miami and then try to mask it by becoming the hero in L.A.? Then you get control of what players come to L.A. This is a true genius at work to be the ultimate villain. Michael Jordan wishes... He was as big a villain, which is why ultimately LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. <laughs> and with that, a friendly reminder that Air comes to theaters this weekend. Hey, that was a really good movie. <laughs> that was, he saw that too. That was a good ass movie. Shout out to Ben Affleck. <laughs> right. Now, Zoo, 
I heard that you punched in. What was your hot take that you punched in? The Commanders are going to win the Super Bowl. This is a little bit more challenging for Chatty. Yeah, LC. I never said which Super Bowl. That's true. I that's, just said the Commanders will win the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's true. So, so what's your rant as sponsored by Chatty LC? Let me let's punch it in. I actually have. We actually can punch it in right here and deliver it to you. There we go. I think it's delivered to you now. What do you have? Maybe Scott is a robot. He danced to that. He was right on beat. Shh. <laughs> All right. Transmission received. Let's see. The commanders are a part of the DC curse. It will take a special talent for them to overcome this curse and win the Super Bowl. The only possible way for this is to happen is for Dan Snyder to gear up and come onto the field. It's the perfect solution. Everyone fucking hates him in the NFL. So if you place him on the field, that is exactly where everyone is going to be looking and tackling. Instead of sacking Hal, they will be aiming for Snyder. This will work perfectly as the commander strategically release more bad press about their owner to distract players every single week by targeting him. We can even bring back the bounties that started in New Orleans. Earn cash bonuses for sacking the creepy misogynistic fuck. Hell, we can even add Deshaun Watson to the bounty list. It'll be a free-for-all and the and resulting in the Commanders winning the 2024 Super Bowl. Hey, I like that. You know what? That, that came off well from Chad ELC. That's <laughs> not where I saw that going at all. You got a little bit of everything in there. Chad ELC is very opinionated for, you know. A, I mean, hey, know. we need a we need a left guard. I, hey, line oh. him up next to the center. Oh, God. So, all right. I like that. Scott, you're closing us out on this because you had the most challenging of the hot takes to throw out here. Your hot take it was, was pretty spicy. Make a, your hot take is make a wish kids don't deserve their wishes. Now I I just really want look, I we all we all know my beef with make a wish kids. We all know this. But they still deserve something. I just wanted to really test the system out and see how deep we could go down this rabbit hole. Okay. All right. See, now... I and- saw how much you love that Spider-Man scene about Make-A-Wish kids. <laughs> <laughs> hey, draft time's coming. We might get some more Make-A-Wish kids at the draft like last year. That's what sp- started well, no, this I whole won't. fucking shit show. <laughs> I won't be watching. Now, you asked ChatGPT. ChatGPT, the scary AI. You put the same prompt in there first, and that came out, it spit out... As an AI language model, it's not appropriate or ethical for me to suggest that children with life-threatening medical conditions do not deserve to have their wishes granted. Eh, spoken like a real white, white-ass robot. <laughs> we don't need that. We put, we punched it in to chat. ELC. Let's see. It's going through the system. Holy shit. <laughs> Scott's head. Oh my god. <laughs> I think you have your rant now, Scott. What do you have on this? All right. So, Chat EOC responded with, "Do Make a Wish kids really deserve their rewards? No. They have barely li- they have barely lived any life, and now they fucking get to go to Disney World for free or meet your Lord and Savior Tom Brady. It's some real bullshit. We work our asses off just to survive in the world and work jobs we all fucking hate. Why can't we get a get a damn wish when we get cancer?" Those kids have barely lived. Who cares if they die? We deserve those free gifts and wishes more than they ever will. Make-A-Wish kids all deserve to go fucking die in a hole while we reap the sweet rewards for getting cancer. I swear, 
The selfish ass kids don't deserve shit. Good lord. <laughs> Chat ELC went hard on that one. Chat ELC is metal. <laughs> like, holy shit. Spicy. Spicy ass take. Yeah, I think we'll save the world. We can save the world with this. <laughs> we got this. Fuck Chat GPT. Oh my god. You know what that music means. Austin oh. Powers? No, fuck off. This is America's new favorite game show, Top 5 Feud. Woo! I love it. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Top 5 Feud. We're really a sports variety show. We really, really punched that in there. This is a lot of variety going on. This is the 323's new exclusive game show. Nothing like Family Feud, but sort of like Family Feud. You know how to play it. I'm your host, Reed Murphy, coming to you live from the interwebs. And we are going to play the game where kids are offering their opinions. Yeah, we said kids. Fuck them kids. We've been saying it all day. Fuck them kids. And now they're coming back for Scott. They're saying, fuck that Scott. (laughs) 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 We're going to give you... Chris Hansen, what are you doing here? Hey, there he is. We love Chris Handsome. Now, the way this is going to work. Gonna... I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Oh, America, we'd like to introduce you to our contestants today. Our first contestant. Sorry. Cracking up down there. A game of joy and fun. He is one of the hosts of the Animation Deliberation Podcast. You can find him throughout the Stranded Panda Network. He's lovely. He's always here on the 323, the Commandalorian himself, Zahir Ali. Woo! Zoo, 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 zoo. Our other contestant today, going up against Zoo, he hates Make-A-Wish kids. He's one of the whitest guys you'll know. But he is also possibly a robot. We can only find out today if he really wins this with stellar colors. It's Scott Elia. Hey. Yeah. Look at him. All right, boys. The way that this game is going to work is we love top fives here on the 323. We all know this. We've all contributed a great top five. I'm going to be hitting you with six different top fives. You guys are going to be adding up points, trying to guess how the top five is run. Now, the prompts, something like, I'll say, what's the worst vegetable? We got these from about 40 kids, ranging from the ages of 5 to 11. Now, this is all sponsored, produced, broadcast. Shout out to Kenley DeShazo, who is a middle schooler, one of my best kids that I've had through the program, a future producer of this show, hopefully. We also had some great kids in my YMCA program, so shout out to them who contributed to all of this. Now they're going to destroy you. You will go first. We're going to have either Scott or Zoo. We'll decide. We'll let you two decide, whoever, you know, is deserving of going first. We'll go up, and you will get pretty much five shots to name what are the five things on this top five list. Now, you get three strikes, just like in Family Feud. If you strike out, your turn will go over to the other person. They will get one shot to steal, and they will get the highest total. Now, 
just like we do on the top five, going five, four, three, two, one. If you get number five, that's one point. You get number four, that's two points. Number three, three points, et cetera, et cetera. You get it. If you run the table, you're getting 10 extra points. If the other person steals, though, they're getting an automatic 15 points. And no matter what, you're both going to fast money. We have a fast money round at the end. The best way to learn the game, though, is to just play it. So let's get started. Our first category is, what is it, kids? Best sport! Best sport is what Jesus they screamed out there Christ. with absolute certainty. Now, Zoo is looking particularly handsome in those cherry that cherry blossom hat. So we're going to have Zoo, Hair, Ali go first. Zoo, I asked... 30-ish kids. What is... 30-ish. What is... What is the best sport? <laughs> Just simple. It's simple. So, give me the top five, Zoo. What is the best sport according to 30-ish kids? You're watching over them at the YMCA, so basketball's got to be one of them. Is basketball one of them? <laughs> Really? It's not. It's not. That is a strike. That's a strike. Oh shit. Go ahead again, Zoo. Really? You got you got five more. You got there's there's five up on the board. You got two more strikes on you, but you can do this. What else do you got? Just name a sport. Soccer? Is soccer on the board? That is. That's Ooh. the number one answer. You got the number one answer. Wow. There we go. Yeah, soccer is number one, according to these kids. What else you got, Zoo? Oh, my God. What the fuck else do kids play? <laughs> I got a risky one. Don't get hit by the time limit. Uh, Dodge What'd you say? Sorry, that was the time limit screaming at you. Dodgeball? Is dodgeball <laughs> on the board? Wow. Wow, wow. You got you got another shot here. So we have mm. soccer as the number one answer. You got four more that you can go down from. What do you got, Zoo? These kids apparently have no taste. I'm just gonna go football. Is football on the board? That is the number. Th that's the number three answer. Yes, that is number three on the top wow. five. So, let's go for another gamble. Let's do it. Baseball. Is baseball on this board? Hmm. Now judges. You know what? No. Is it on the board? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> when consulting the judges, which is Elmer, they said no. So, Scott, you have one chance to steal here. Okay. So, running this back. Soccer's number one, football's number three, no dodgeball, no baseball. If I'm a child and I'm thinking sport, I'm thinking nation's pastime of kickball. Is kickball up there? <laughs> They pick like Quidditch. These guys don't. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your next pick? What the fuck? 
<laughs> no, Zoo, you win that round. Congratulations. You come out of the round. I need to hear these. what these answers are. With eight points. Oh, there, I just want to know, was swimming on the list? That was the other one I was thinking. So, let's go through the traditional way that we do a top five. Number five, best sport, volleyball. Number four, swimming. Number three. Fuck, I should have said that one. Football. Number two, this is where it got tricky, but they were very specific when they said it, softball. Uh, and number one, soccer. So I thought softball went with baseball, and then I was like, it's YMCA, it's got to be swimming, and went against my instinct. Yep, yep, yep. So, Kids. moving to the next round, Kids. Scott, Elia, huh, what should we give you here? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go with a good one here. Favorite athlete. That's right. Favorite athlete. And one kid, shout out to Bella, giving away an answer in the middle of screaming. <laughs> I didn't even hear it. There you go. So, Sue or Scott, give me the top five favorite athletes of kids. Oh God. Uh, I want to go Steph Curry for one. He is saying, Steph Curry, is it on the board? Wow. No, already a strike. Oh, my goodness. What Lebr else you, what else you, you know, got? We're going to say basketball. We're going to go with LeBron James. Is LeBron James on the board? What the hell? <laughs> um, Look, I'm telling you, the Leonardo kids hate him. The kids hate Scott. You know what? <laughs> You know what? I got it. You know, I, I got to put my, my brain back in the mindset of that that bullshit list. So soccer was number one. We're going to go with Lionel Messi. <laughs> Thank Me you. Okay. There's one. Messi is number one. Messi is the number one favorite athlete amongst kids. <laughs> what else you got? You got what? You got two strikes, so you got to be careful. I want to keep rolling with soccer. I'm going Cristiano Ronaldo. Let's go. Let's keep rolling with soccer. Let's keep it rolling. I hate my life. <laughs> Zoo, you have man. Zoo, you have a chance to steal. What do you got? Name a softball player. Uh, I got. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go, Patrick Mahomes. Is Patrick Mahomes up there? What the fuck are these kids watching? <laughs> the only soccer guess that I had was Mbappe, but that wasn't worth over Mahomes. I need it. I'm telling you, these lists are tough, man. The kids are crazy these days. So, number five on the favorite athletes, Saquon Barkley. Oh, number what the fuck? Num <laughs> number four, Michael Phelps. Swimming. Number, number three, Zahair, Scary Terry McLaurin. Wow. Number two, Alex Morgan. Or is Ooh, the homie Bella caller Alex Morang? Alex Morang. And then, of course, number one, Messi. So, congrats, Scott. You got five points out of that. Zoo is still winning eight to five. Zoo, it's your yeah, turn here. It's your, <laughs> it's your turn here. So, let's turn the other way. Maybe this will be easier for you. That's right, the least favorite athlete, or as I put on here a lot messier, worst athlete. 
But who are the kids' least favorite athletes, too? And I'm telling you, this is a very hard top five. It's almost guaranteed that you that you won't run the category, but you can still do well here. LeBron James. Is LeBron on the least favorite? He is their least favorite athlete. He's number five. He's number one. He's the number, wow. he's the number one least favorite athlete amongst kids. <laughs> Who else Tom you got? Tom Brady. Do? You said Tom Brady. Yeah. He's oh, number fuck two. You kids. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> wow. Who else you got? Let's keep running it. If Messi was on the top list, I'm gonna go Ronaldo for the least list. Ooh, is Ronaldo there? No Ronaldo. He's on mine. Kids don't Racist. respond to me. James Brady. Be careful. Steve Ballmer's coming for you. I'm uh, uh, I don't know names. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> that's a that's a strike. That's a strike because you ran out of time. Do you still want to go with that answer? Because now yes. you got two, you got two strikes. Are so you saying Lamar Jackson? Yeah. No, sir, Scott, you have a chance to steal here. You got three three left on this top five. Who do you want? You know what? Completely out of left field. We're going Kevin Durant. Out of nowhere. That's a that's a really that's a really good answer. That's a solid answer. What do we got? Board. Cowboy. Like, I didn't say C.D. Lamb or Dak Prescott. And you know Well, they what? put Saquon on the favorite list, and he's a giant. <laughs> exactly. That's why he would have been, like, division rifle. I mean, you would think on the favorite on the favorite list, you had Saquon and Terry McLaurin. Uh, let's go to the actual list. Number five on the least favorite athletes. This would have been really hard for you guys to get. It's Travis in fifth grade. They really hate <laughs> Travis in fifth grade. What? <laughs> there was a lot of them. This what, did Mr. what did Mr. B do to these kids? Not, not that Travis. Yeah, it's, a, yeah it's, it's just Travis. Number four, any Cowboys player. <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck off. So we could have said anybody, any Cowboys player. I'm disappointed in my, myself. Wait, no. That. Would we have had to have said any Cowboys player since that's how it's no, listed? You could have, or you if we actually have, named a Cowboys player? You could have named a Cowboys player. That would have counted. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Damn. Number three, even though he was on the other list, Lionel Messi. He's the favorite athlete, but he's also the least okay. favorite athlete for several. Travis in fifth okay. grade really likes Messi. You can you see how he respect him, but fuck him. Yeah. Number two, of course, Tom Brady. And number one, LeBron James. So, Zoo, you got nine points out of that round. Nine plus eight, that equals 17. Scott has five. Scott, it's... You got Terry McLaurin's number right now. I know. I mean, I'm telling you, Scott, you're up next. Uh, ooh, let's give you a good one here. Bash Bash Vegetable! Can we do it single, please? Yeah, they're kind of a mess. They're kind of a mess when it comes to recording, but they're getting there. It's best vegetable. Nate, we asked 30-ish kids, what is the best vegetable? So, Scott, what did 30-ish kids say? I got to See... I feel like I got a little upper hand having the kids. So if I think about the best vegetables that they would say, carrots are on there. Are carrots on the best vegetables? 
That's number four. It's number four. Okay. Really? Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with Celery on there. That was my next one, too. Celery would be a good one. Celery would be a good one, but unfortunately... But I think I think you're on the right path here. You're 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 getting into the minds of the two girls. Let's see what else we got on this top five. Let's go corn. Is corn there? Huh? Kids hate this motherfucker. Damn. <laughs> no, rattles. Two rat strikes. Fire. Let's go. Let's go green beans. Let's he, go green beans. Let's he's go saying green beans. green beans. He's feeling it. Green beans okay, are number okay, three. Okay. They're number three. You got two strikes. Let's go. Let's go. You got two strikes and you got two things oh, cool. down. What else have we got? Um, I'm just gonna throw out lettuce. Just, just say lettuce. Is lettuce on there? He's thinking like a kid. That's number five. Lettuce or salad? Lettuce oh, or doesn't salad. take much. <laughs> okay, so we got lettuce. We got carrots. We got, we got green beans. Let's roll with uh, squash. Is squash there? Ah. Zoo, you have a chance to steal. You got potatoes. Oh, potatoes. Oh, I knew it. Oh, hey, my goodness. My Here we go. Is potatoes on the board? Ah. No. Ah. My honorable no, mention no. was peas. Oh, my goodness. Well, let's go through that uh, list. Number five, of peas. course, was lettuce and salad. Number four were carrots. Number three, number three, green beans. So you had that. So number two, anybody just want to take a random guess as to what number two could have been? One last one. Peas is the only other thing I can think of. Cabbage. It was peas. (laughs) Fuck me. And number one was broccoli as the best vegetable. Now I'm telling you. You didn't say that one. That was the first one that came to my mind. Look, man, I'm telling you, these kids get weird about things. So, Zoo, Scott got the eight points there, but this is still any man's game. This is any man's game here. So, we're going to go on to another one and just think outside the box. You know these kids are weird. Or, you know, they have weird answers. I love them. They're not weird. I love you guys. But... I'm fucking weird. They give weird answers. Yeah, we're weird. We're weird. So Scott's weird. really fucking weird. weird. I'm not weird. I'm normal. What the fuck? We lo- <laughs> <laughs> Let's go it on. Worst vegetable! Zoo, oh, no. give me, according to 30-ish kids, the top five worst vegetables. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts on there. You, you would really think, because that seems like a stereotypical one. No Brussels sprouts. Collards? Collard greens? What, are these kids racist? They are very white kids, though. They can't handle spices. I gave them the mildest of sauces. Oh, oh my gosh. (laughs) All right, I'm going to repeat one. Corn. (laughs) Is corn on there? Uh, Three strikes and you're out. Three strikes and you're out. Scott, you have a chance to steal. All five options are up on the board. You have a chance to steal. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with a vegetable that I know both of my kids hate, and it's mushrooms. Are mushrooms there? <laughs> wow. Oh. So we just, like a safe bet. We keep going back and forth. Zoo, 
for the whole 15. You just have to get one. What do you got? I can't think of vegetables. Toilets. Toilets. <laughs> asparagus. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Well, honorable mention for asparagus, I guess. Scott, for the 15, the final opportunity, what do you got? Onions. Are onions on the worst veggies? That's number wow. five. You got the 15. You got 15 points for that one. Let's go. Okay. Is asparagus on there? So, Hold that. Hold that. Number five, onions. Number four, on the worst veggies, and also on the best veggies, carrots. The fuck, man? <laughs> Kids, man. Number three, peppers. Number two, broccoli, which is also the best veggie. Some of these kids said the same thing. Number one, though, this was unanimous. This was universal. Everybody hated this one. Tomatoes. Which also Gosh. sparked a huge debate as to whether they're a fruit or not. So they are fruit. Who did that? <laughs> who did that one go to? That one went to Zeus. So Me. Scott. So Scott, you're. That was uh, mine. Well, you got the points, but I think we. I think uh -oh. we started on Zeus on that one. So Scott, yes. mm -hmm. you're going to close out this one. This is a very hard one. This one even stumped me. Favorite singer or band favorite singer or band according to 30ish kids ranging in ages from 5 to 11 what do you have i feel like the safest bet is taylor swift is taylor swift up there the swifties that's the number one answer that's the number okay. one answer right there they love taylor swift all right what do you got what let's, else you got four more let, to go let's let's roll let's roll into harry styles Harry Styles there. I hate how hard, high my heart rate is right now. <laughs> One strike, four people to go. Who do you got, singers or bands? You know what? Completely out of left field because kids are weird and they're giving me weird answers. Let's go with the Beatles. I'll tell you this. The Beatles were OLI. They just missed. So I think, oh, you're, so I think man. You're, you're on their mental path right now. You got two strikes now. Two strikes, and we could go back to Zoo. What else do you have? Be careful of Steve Ballmer. Uh, BTS. <laughs> Damn, that was on my list. We <laughs> <laughs> the BTS kids. <laughs> do, we, do we have the, the, the army? <laughs> Zoo, you have an opportunity to steal right now. Scott has 28 points. You have 17, but you could get 15 with this oh, steal. No. So, who do you have here? You got four options left of favorite singer or band. Ariana Grande. It's Ariana Grande on the board. That's a steal. God damn it. That's a steal. God Ariana damn Grande it. was number five on there. Ariana Grande, number five. SZA is number four. Chris Stapleton is number three. Olivia Rodrigo, number two. And of course, Taylor Swift, number one. 
I couldn't remember what Olivia Rodrigo's name was for that last guess. That's why I threw BTS out there. Yeah, the weekend was my only other guess. Oh, that would have been a good one. <laughs> oh, what is you know what that sound means? It's time for fast money. It's fast money. This is the bonus round. So let's add these scores up here. We have 17 plus 15. We need chat ELC for this. This is what it'll be great for. So Zoo has 32 points right now. Scott has, what did I say? 28. So Zoo, you're beating Scott 32 to 28 right now, but this is all we got to do. Fast money is here right now. So it's pretty much like this. This goes off of who has the highest total off of one quick answer. You got 30 seconds, 30 seconds. I'm going to give you five questions. Whoever has the highest total, that's our winner. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter who has the highest points right now. So who wants to go first? Well, you know what? Since Zoo has the highest total right now, Zoo is going to go first with 30 seconds, 30 stressful seconds and five Wait, time out. top fives. Yes. Are this are this the same exact questions for both of us? Yes, they will be the same exact questions. Same exact questions. And we will give you the time. That way I don't hear you. Okay, Zoo. Oh, it's about to be stressful, buddy. It's going to be stressful. Are you ready? What are you going to do with the nope. money? What are you going to do with this money? Wave in front of the white boy's face. Yeah, that's right. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so confused. Oh, Just my keep goodness. pointing at him. All right, Zoo. We're going to get this started. Okay, Zoo. We're going to go. Oh, no. He's holding up Grogu as a hostage. All right, Zoo. Let's get this going. I'm going to give you this first question. Right after I deliver the question, your time will start. You just have to give me one answer, and we will hold it down from there, okay? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, your first question is, Zoo, and this is going to 30-ish kids, ranging from the ages of 5 to 11. If Scott Elliott, I showed them a picture, if Scott Elliott were a pro athlete, what sport would you think he played? Golf. Name the best basketball player of all time. Kobe. Name a sport whose athletes you least like to get in a fight with. Football. Name a sport that would become disastrous if you replaced the regular ball with a bowling ball. Soccer. And name uh, a sport uh, uh, that should be part of this Olympics but isn't. I'll give it to you. We have name a sport that should be part of the Olympics but isn't. Softball. <laughs> okay. All right. Good job, Zoo. Good job. Good job. Good job. Hey, hey. Zoo. For the first question, I said, if Scott Elliott were a pro athlete, what sport would you think he played? You said golf. That, my friend, I'm sorry. That was no. Zero points there. Now, name the best basketball player of all time. You said Kobe Bryant. That is number three. So that's three points. Name a sport whose athletes you least like to get in a fight with. You said football. That's the number one answer. Name a sport that would become disastrous if you replaced the regular ball with a bowling ball. You said soccer. That's also the number one answer. And name a sport that should be part of the Olympics but isn't. 
You said softball. That is not on the board. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a stretch. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. He came out with 13 points. He came out with 13 points. All right, welcome back, Scott. Yes. Welcome back, Scott. Hello. So, Zoo came out really well. He did. He did pretty good in that in that round. You got you got to beat him by 13 points. You got 13. Oh points. God. You need 14 here. You need 14 here. Let's see how you can do now. If you say the same answer that Zoo said, it's going to be an X. I'm going to have to have you answer again. I'll immediately tell you that it's wrong, okay? And it's already been said. You got to go again, okay? Okay. All right. So you're ready for this. You just got to name any of these things. I'm going to name the first question that I asked 30-ish kids ranging from the ages of 5 to 11. And I showed them a picture of you, Scott. And I said, Oh, God. Scott Elia were a pro athlete. What sport would you think he played? Baseball. Name the best basketball player of all time. Michael Jordan. Name a sport whose athletes you least like to get in a fight with. Football. Eh, eh, eh. Say something else. Uh, hockey. Okay. Name a sport that would become disastrous if you replaced the regular ball with a bowling ball. Zoo said soccer. Zoo said soccer. That's already on the board. So give me one other thing. Uh, baseball. Okay. And we'll just see how. Sure. Because this is, a, this, is a, this is a network that offers no rules. And we don't live by any regulations. I'll give you the last question. You got five seconds to answer. Name a sport that should be part of the Olympics but isn't. Uh, football. Okay. So, let's go through these. Scott, I asked yes. you, if Scott Elliott were a pro athlete, what sport would you think he played? I don't remember what you said, but it wasn't on there. I said, I said baseball. Yeah, it didn't it? matter. Yeah, it didn't golf oh you did (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't it either i'll give you the top five there number five was mma number two number four which i can't count this but it's you know it's up there disc golf slash frisbee a lot of them said frisbee yeah Yeah. number three cheerleading (laughs) and number two was Fortnite or gaming and number one was water polo. What the? Fuck? Or as, as one kid said, in swimming, he's in swimming lessons, but he can't learn how to swim. So it's 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 it went like Oh that. my god! Yeah. So these are wild. I asked you again after that. Name the best basketball player of all time. You said Michael Jordan. That's the number one answer. That was the number one yeah. answer. That's five yeah, points yeah. right there. Number five was Shaq. Number four, Steph Curry. Number three, Kobe Bryant. Number two, number two, Magic Johnson. Number oh, one, shit. Michael Jordan. I know. Le- LeBron's not even on there. They hate LeBron. Kids hate him. Name a Curry. sport. Name a sport whose athletes you least like to get in a fight with. Scott, you said hockey. That's the number three answer. Yes. Zoo had the Aww. number one answer of football. Oh, fuck you. Number five was baseball. Number four, boxing. Number three, hockey. Number two was MMA or UFC. 
number one football. I asked you, name a sport that would become disastrous if you replaced the regular ball with a bowling ball. (laughs) (laughs) What was your answer, Scott? Baseball. Baseball. That's not up there. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Now, you know these kids are kind of they're they're weird with their answers. So I told I asked them specifically, I said, name a sport that would become disastrous if you replaced the regular ball with the bowling ball. Number five, bowling. Number four, golf. What? Hey, no, no, no. <laughs> were these kids high when they were making this list? They're always high. They're bowling kids. with I mean, bowling kids. ball with natural. bowling. That's natural. <laughs> oh my god! Number okay. three. What's, what's three? Number three is football. Okay. Uh, number two is basketball. And number one was <laughs> number, <laughs> number one was soccer. Oh come on. <laughs> Could you imagine the amount of holes in a court? Like you'd actually have to like <laughs> repavement them <laughs> every quarter. Now, so oh, we gave Jesus. Scott a little bit of extra time because we're still getting used to this game. He got in on this last question here. Now, Zoo, I told you he came out of this with 13 points in the first one. Currently, Scott, you have eight. You need the number one answer on this one. So we're just going to be dramatic. We're going to be dramatic. We're going to make the hearts race here. Name a sport that should be part of the Olympics but isn't. Number five, bowling. Number four, dodgeball. Number three, number three, gaming slash Fortnite. Number two. Don't you do this to me. <laughs> Number two. Cornhole. These kids. <laughs> the number one answer. Was Scott needing five points to tie. Scott, you said football. Board, what's the number one answer? Football. Yes. yes football. Yeah. Yes. Scott just yes. tied. Scott tied. I don't know what to do in these situations. Now so, what are we going to do? Oh, my God. We have to go to the tiebreaker. So Fucking white privilege. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm Sorry. Gonna, I mean, it's what I, this, is, this is America, kids. You need to learn. This is a great hey. lesson for you. Don't catch hey. you slipping up. Hey. Game's the game. Game's game. Sorry. So, Zoo, you came in first in the regular round, so you're going to get the first shot at this question. There's only one answer on the board, and we're going to go until somebody fucking gets it. Oh, God. Sue, I asked 30-ish kids, which sport would a cow look the most funny participating in? What's the number one answer, Zoo? Swimming? Is it swimming? Scott? Figure skating. Oh, 
was soccer. So, name something kids can't wait to grow up and do, Zoo. Drive? Scott? Move move away. No, the number one answer was cheerleading. Weirdly. <laughs> what the fuck are these answers? <laughs> uh, am I having a fever dream right now? This is a 50-50 question right here. This is the ultimate deciding <laughs> fate right Jesus here Christ. that I asked the kids. Zoo, I asked the kids. 30-ish kids, ranging from the ages of 5 to 11, are the Raiders for real? Oh, no. Yes. Never been on the Raiders, Zoo. Scott, Never been on the Raiders. Are the Raiders for real? <laughs> no, they're not for real. Ever. Ever. Scott Elia is the inaugural winner of Top 5 Feud. <laughs> Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. What a weird yeah. show. Oh. Toilets. What a <laughs> Toilets! Fuck Scott. Yeah, it's all of It's all around. That's what all the kids are saying. I'm genuinely pissed that he won <laughs> because he got the last question even though it went after the timer. <laughs> oh, take it up with Chatty LC. Mm. Uh, mm. That's the AI's oh, fault. Oops. It's AI. <laughs> it's okay, champ. Because it ain't happening right now, champ. Ah, you're not a champ. You're a clown. Oh, we love it. This has been Top 5 Feud. This has been the 323. We thank a very angry Zahir Ali. You can check him out on the Animation Deliberation Podcast. You can check him out on the upcoming Roast of Zahir Ali. He's got a really menacing look right now. It's a very scary look, Scott. He's really mad Such at you. I think a commander's man isn't bad enough. <laughs> He's just a little hangry. <laughs> I just ate! <laughs> Scott, All because I got a fucking Pokeball and you guys had to eat a sandwich. Oh, we love wow. Pokeballs. Scott Ilya, thank you for being here, champ. Ah. 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 Thank you for being here. We'll see you on Ricks versus Gricks. You have any parting words of sportsmanship to Zahir Ali? Look, the kids are watching. You had any any good sportsmanship here? Kids, it's important to know that not only is it important to lose graciously, but also to win graciously. But fuck that. Fuck you, Zoo. I win. You lose. Suck it. Suck it good. That's what I'm leaving this with. You're either buying me dinner tomorrow or helping me in destiny tonight. <laughs> Subscribe to the 323 Network on YouTube. Go to patreon.com slash 323REID to give us money to help us keep growing. For the 323, I am your host, Reed Murphy. Again, Ricks versus Gricks NBA Playoffs Edition coming a little bit later this week. It's going to be fun. We got all the basketball heads in there for it. And Scott, the Grick himself, is back. So check us out. Keep up to date with us on all the socials at 323REID. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, stay safe. Fuck Scott. You heard it there first. Fuck Scott. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs>